This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Yeah, whenever you want to take it away, you can. I want to take it away. Oh, man. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Troop. Dan Stapleton, oh, hi, hi. Mitch Dyer. Hey! Our Road to E3 coverage continues with PC, the... Fourth tier of the uh, video game. Is it landscape. or is it number one? Oh well, yeah. Uh, PC gamers will definitely tell you it's it's number one. Uh, we do have some uh, big exciting PC games coming out this year. Maybe uh, first of all, a good place to start would be a game that we just revealed this week, XCOM Two. That's right. Dan Stapleton is so excited. Big <laughs> XCOM a little fan. bit. How many right. hours do you have in XCOM? Uh, well, it's difficult to calculate, <laughs> but uh, for for XCOM Enemy Unknown plus plus Enemy Within. Uh, plus the, the mods, the long you, the, the long mod, war. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, my Steam tally right now is 444 hours, but that's not factoring in the review copy that I got before release. <laughs> so it's actually closer to 500, but that's also you know alt tabbing and walking away from the computer for a while. But uh, you know, in it's, other uh, words, it's up there. Hundreds ex- of hundreds of hours. Uh, Dan Stapleton, excited. Yeah, <laughs> excited for XCOM. Uh, but yeah, and, and at E3 we will have the the first gameplay footage on the live show. Ooh. Nice. I did not know that. I am learning things here today too. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a PC exclusive. It is the uh, last. What Enemy Unknown came to consoles as well. That's notable. I mean, I know yeah. people consider that. I think most people experience it on PC, and it's generally thought of as a PC game. But then it's like, oh no, that came out on those consoles, and, and it was good on consoles. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I presumed it sold well, but sure. I guess they it were willing. Not. It to, did not sell super well. It, I went back and looked at the NPD numbers for that month. It, it didn't chart for that month. You know where it sold crazy well? Did it do well on was, iPad? 
Yeah, it sold, yeah. sold crazy well on iPad. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And it, it sold you know fairly well on Steam. The, yeah. the estimates are you know two point six million something like that. Great, big so, hit. But you know two K doesn't say exactly no. you know, where the, where the sure. money went. So what's the so the sequel is uh, the XCOM group has sort of gone underground now. Right? Yeah, like, they've, they've kind of flipped the script in that the the aliens now control the Earth and XCOM is fighting back against them. I like that the canonical ending of XCOM is Yo, everyone's boss. first ending of that game where yeah. you just got fucked. <laughs> you got and it. It's like well that's that's now it's XCOM two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a different a different starting out point. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're even more of an underdog before because you don't have the home field advantage anymore. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I like that this is the sort of thing that can exist. You know, it's like XCOM was this crazy, weird, hardcore strategy RPG. Sure. And then not only did it come out, but it actually thrived. Um, became a huge hit. Now we're getting a big sequel. And, you know, Fraxis is a, is a longtime PC developer, so it's, it's nice that they're giving the attention, you know, squarely on, on one platform. And that's not to say it can never come to console. Yeah, I was just going to say, I wouldn't be terribly surprised to see it come to consoles. Sure. Well, especially if it sells really well, right? Like, this thing cracks yeah. 2.6 million. Like, hey, maybe we should put this over. 2.6 is really specific. Yeah. That's what well, Justin that, said. I'm well, that's, oh, that's, I didn't say that. That's what I said. That, that's, Dan that's, said. that's based <laughs> off some unofficial estimates. All right. but, so uh, made up yeah. number. <laughs> But yeah, but based on what Fraxis told me, it'll it'll be a while before it comes to console if it ever does. Mm. Seems like people are excited about these procedurally generated maps. Yes, this time out. Yes, I mean it's the, the enemy unknown has has static maps. They have a lot of them. They like they had eighty at first, and then they added another forty some more for uh, enemy within. Mm. But uh, you, if you play a bunch, you you start to memorize all those maps, and you know exactly where everything is and mm. where the enemies are likely to spawn. This one shuffles everything around every time. Mm. It's not random, but it's procedural. So sure. so it follows some rules to make sure that sure. that it plays well and looks good. Random enough. Yeah. So, but so, you'll never know exactly what you're going up against. If you're one of the crazy people that has 440 hours into the game, I mean that's the thing. Like it was such a huge number of maps the first time around that it only becomes a problem. You know, once you've seen a map for the third time, you're like, oh, I think I know what's over there. Like, I think I'm starting to remember. And, like, once you see those repeats over and over again, it created problems for, for replayability. So, great yep. fix this time around. Yep, but you could easily play through an entire game of, of XCOM without, without seeing the same map twice. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is for the, the community that... And there are still thousands of people that play every day. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the Steam numbers, there's mm-hmm. thousands of people that play XCOM well, I mean, plus day. we're getting mods this time around. Modding community is going to be huge the mod, for this. Modding is... Fraxis has a big push for modding. We'll have a lot more on that uh, early next week. Ooh. And that's Scoop. out. Uh, that's out this November, right? So it, that's the plan. Which, yeah, that's that's ambitious. I'm I'm very uh, very excited to, to hope they can pull it off. Yeah, that is a terrifying I, time to come out. Yeah, but but I but uh, that's what I'll be playing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a terrifying time to come out. But someone that's really into XCOM. Probably I don't know, like, like it stands... Like a Halo 5 yeah, player. Yeah, it's its own yeah. Sure, or whatever. I mean, not yeah, a Halo 5 like, player. It's not going it. up against Battlefront and yeah. Call of Duty, right? Like it's, right. It's a little, probably won't have a lot of competition in the turn-based strategy. It's a very specific <laughs> release. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, now, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage today because we are 99... This is being filmed on Tuesday this week, and we're 99.9% sure that Fallout 4 is about to be announced. We're going to look like goofs when it's Fallout 3 for new gen. <laughs> 99.95. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, right. it seems like that's going to be We'll announced. just shoot this twice. Once speculative, once <laughs> Fallout 4, guys. How about I'm that getting, trailer? I'm getting my haircut, though. I can't Called it. <laughs> you probably need a haircut. Yeah. Yeah, you and I both, been, brother. People have been telling yeah. me that. I like, I'm trying to be, I want to be a hobbit for Halloween, though. Well, then you got, then don't get a haircut. Yeah, cut, okay. cut your hair and put it on your feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's most assuredly being announced tomorrow, and that'll be a big feature of the Bethesda conference. Yep. So, I mean, the uh, yeah, rumor is so. Boston. Yeah. 
So we'll see. I mean, I don't know how much we even want to spend on it since we know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we can't. <laughs> we'll have we're gonna know in just a few <laughs> yeah. hours, but that's definitely a big. That'll be a big PC release for, yeah. for sure. Yep. And then uh, that's another one where modding is super important. Like the, sure. all the yeah. all the uh, all the Bethesda games, the Bethesda RPGs are super moddable. And th- and those are Skyrim. You know, four years later is still in among the top games played yeah. on Steam because of the modding community. Mm. And that's gonna be um, that's a game that again we don't have any details, but will presumably come to consoles and PC mm-hmm. given Bethesda's history. But PC. PC is really the lead platform yeah. for that. So. Yeah. And it's, it's fair to say for, for a lot of games. I mean, like most of the games we'll see at E3 are going to be shown on PC, mm-hmm. uh, sure. even though you know they're saying, "Oh yeah, it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One." Yeah. Here it is running at you know higher settings than anyone could handle on an insanely expensive graphics card. Yeah, sure. Um, and then it's also possible Bethesda could show off Dishonored too. It is possible. I hope so. Oh, I what, hope so. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite game of 2012 yeah. by yeah. far. Dishonored, game. Dishonored, Dishonored, and XCOM Enemy Unknown came out the same day. Wow! Wow! <laughs> what a good day! It was a good. It was a, a good really day. good day. Yeah. Already, if if we get XCOM two, Fallout four, Dishonored two, like that, just that tri- trinity right there is like ooh. Well, I thought I thought like Thief would scratch that itch, but it really mm. kind of didn't. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Thief yeah. kind of came and uh, didn't make Th- much. Thief, Thief was not. Very I know good. that's what Thieves are supposed yeah. to do, but uh, <laughs> it's too sneaky. Uh, now, there is a long-awaited PC exclusive that we know is going to be shown at E3, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. That's something from, from that's Epic. Been, yeah. We've heard about it for literally years at this point. We've seen bits and pieces yeah. of it at different events, but Epic has never really shown it wide. I mean, there was a Game Informer cover story where they played a bunch of it. Uh, they've shown it at different events. It's like had we minimal had our, presence at E3. Our boss Steve played it quite a bit and wrote a big hands-on. Yeah. At, uh, well, I, I think that was last A year ago, yeah. yeah. A year ago. Yeah. It feels like every time we see that game, it's really different. Yes. Um, I think the sort of core, again, like, I don't know what form it's in now, but that core of, like, you know, base building, almost Minecraft-esque, like, yeah. building up a base, defending it, but but combined with, like, a horde mode from Gears of War, like, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, scavenging supplies in the day. And lots of people are doing it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of different takes like, on that. Like, who else? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, you see bits of that in games like Battleborn and, uh, 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 you know, Evolve even has aspects of that. I Not like the base building part of Dead it. Dead Island but. Riptide had the base building aspect mm-hmm. thing, right? Like, we've seen those elements in games, and obviously... Just horde modes. Like. Yeah. Fortnite could definitely combine those things in a really great way, and I hope it does marry them well, but... I still just, I've never seen that game as like, here it is, guys, play it, enjoy it. Yeah. Figure out what it is, and it's coming soon, as opposed to three years from now. It, it feels like a prime candidate for early access, and yet it just hasn't come out. In yeah, early access. maybe they don't want to do it, right? Yeah, like they might want a final product. Yeah, to... maybe maybe this coming out at E3 will be like you know the final like, hey, here's here's what it actually is. Maybe we're actually happy with it, or maybe it'll be at next E3. Well, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll get uh, you know a, a nice big look at what Fortnite is today mm. at E3. What about Rainbow Six Siege? I think PC gamers are excited for that one. That was, I mean, that was our game of the show last year. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, Gots. Yeah. The Gots. So I'll it'll, it'll be very uh, interested to see if it's if it's uh, held up. I think uh, the the preview we did not too long ago, a couple months back. From the uh, alpha. Yeah, it, it didn't look quite as nice. No. Like, Famously in, being given a hard time right now for right. Uh, some downgrades. Right. Yeah, but, it was in really rough shape. I mean, the maps, there was like all sorts of bugs. It didn't look quite great. Obviously, there are some textures that can be replaced, but... It's just it was just strange and didn't seem very balanced and it needed a lot of work. Which is weird because like uh, when I played it at, e- at E3 last year, that their you know vertical slice demo yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's supposed to be coming out in October, which seems ambitious given the state it was in fairly recently. So hopefully E3 is gives us a little more confidence. Yeah, I mean I'll I'll be surprised if they don't have it whipped into shape. I mean especially getting all that feedback. Sure. 
Uh, I mean, a lot can happen in a couple months. Oh yeah, and it's a great, smart, creative shooter. It's doing different things, you know, short, round-based thing, round-based mm. objectives with unique characters who have different abilities. Like, it's really cool. And it seems like it can be uh, one of those games that maybe, in terms of pure content, like if you were to bullet point out like how many maps, how many characters, how many this, like it could be light on content, but just so replayable yep. and all that dynamic destructibility and uh, you know, player versus player. Uh, Really inventing new, seeing that metagame shift as uh, you know, they're not terrorists and counter terrorists. What are the two groups? Oh god, uh, it's like Raven Shield and Rogue Spear. Whatever they are, but like seeing the two sides. <laughs> Neither are Rainbow Six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> figuring out different ways to uh, tackle those different maps and seeing that metagame shift, there could be a tremendous amount of gameplay to mine there from you know maybe not a tremendous amount of content. Honestly, like. It yep. sort of reminds That's, me of Counter-Strike in that well, way. Well, and it's going to um, be a lot like... like They compared it last year when we saw it to League of Legends in that they're going to be adding new characters and probably new maps through DLC for a long, long time. Yeah, it's like a platform. Game is mm-hmm. a platform. I, I love games where you can break stuff. That's, that's one of my favorite things to do in a game. Yeah. Bring Red Faction back. Yeah, like, any, yeah. Please. 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 <laughs> no, any, any game where I can, where I can like shoot a, a gun at a, at a wall and have that, or you know, have something, that and have, away. It, have it break, like that makes you feel so much more powerful than mm-hmm. just like shooting a rocket at a wooden door and the smoke clears and there's like maybe a smoke decal. It also, it just encourages creativity. Yep. Yeah. You know, you can create new sure. routes, you can create new vantage points, you can take down a building and like Bad Company 2, taking down a house was one of my favorite things to do. Like that was the best way to kill somebody. It was like, oh, I'm just going to blow up the foundation of this house. And you're I also, I don't envy you know Ubisoft. I don't envy the developers' uh, need to balance that. You know, it's yep. like managing to break through a specific wall or a specific area of the floor, and that actually is one of the things that they actually have walked back some. So I hope at E3 this year we get a good look at what exactly the limitations are and what you can and can't do. Yeah, giving players the freedom to destroy everything is like a level designer's nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Like, all that stuff I just did, oh. Yeah, or if you destroy this one spot in the corner, you can't lose. Like, yeah. just a situation yeah. like that. Like, yeah. they, have to, they have to balance that. That's a real concern. It's a challenge. There is a big question mark on this game for me. Like, uh, we keep seeing these multiplayer-focused games like Titanfall and Evolve come out and then sort of die off really quickly. Yeah. And I know that they have said that they plan on supporting this game for a long time after launch, but I don't know. Multiplayer-only games are tough. Yeah, I mean they they, yeah. they have that they have to make that debut really strong and really balanced and really get their hooks into people. Otherwise, it can it can fizzle. I mean, especially if it's not free to play, because um, I, I know like a lot of people have a pretty strong reaction. I, I like with Evolve. I think the charging fifteen dollars for a monster and seven dollars for a new a new hunter absurd. Mm-hmm. Little bit expensive, and I think that probably yeah, cost a lot them, of backlash. Cost them a lot in momentum. Mm-hmm. Like people just weren't willing to jump in and spend that extra money. Uh, you know that that much extra money. If it was cheaper, I think it would be it would be much better because I liked what Evolve did in terms of like everybody gets to fight against those things, mm-hmm. and I they're, they're going to have to do that kind of thing with with uh, Rainbow Six if if they don't want to completely divide their community. Uh, so and, and that's yeah. that all that is a great way to inject new life and new variation into a game. Mm. It's an interesting position to be in because everyone said for years, you know, Call of Duty has uh, uh, you know those developers have hundreds of developers working on a single player campaign that you beat in a weekend. And then millions of people play the multiplayer all year long till the next year. Why do they bother doing that? But then Titanfall says, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Let's is, drop the campaign. It's a strange people, dichotomy. Then people kind Battle of Battlefront's doing the same thing this year. People are yeah. furious that there's no campaign. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I mean, if, if you look at, at uh, Titanfall, it, it just didn't have the breadth of multiplayer content that you expect from a Call of Duty game. Sure. Uh, so like if, if Call of Duty were to come out, or I mean, even you know, Battlefield, like Battlefield used to come out with no campaign, sure, and those did fine because they had just a, a huge amount of. It was a big deal content. when Bad Company came out. It's like this. Ha- this has a what? Yeah, a and single player story. Yeah, I think 
did Battlefield 2 have... No, Battlefield 2 didn't have a story at all. No, the, but there was like a console port of 2 called... Right. Something. Uh, like Frontline or some <laughs> yeah, weird something thing like awful. that. But uh, I did have one. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not usually why people buy those games, but the the multiplayer is what sustains it. And if there are a limited number of maps or a limited number of modes, and that's like that's what hurt, hurt Titanfall a lot. Mm. Well, so then you see some developers. It's really hard to get a, a beat on, like you like you said, Damon, because like uh, Valve uh, Counter Strike Source. That's the newest one. I get them all uh, mixed. Counter Strike Go. Go. Counter Strike Go. So that game was kind of a bomb when it launched. Not a bomb. That's a little like, strong. Yeah. It but just like, didn't hit like. But then yeah. they. But then Valve just hit it and hit it and hit it and never gave up. And now that game's massive. And they're doing. They did the same thing with Titanfall, and it's not massive. Like they never. Like that game is in such a better shape now than it was when it launched. Um, they kept supporting it. New modes. Lots of interesting stuff. So it's like, well, you're talking Titanfall or Counter Strike. Uh, Titanfall, so t- Titanfall Respawn did a similar strategy with Titanfall yeah. that Valve did with Counter-Strike, and it paid off with Counter-Strike, and it didn't with Titanfall. Yeah. And it's, like, a little bit hard to get a handle on that sometimes. Yeah, I mean, Counter-Strike's modes are so honed. Like, that yeah. that game has been around for such a long time mm-hmm. uh, that they, ha- they had a really strong foundation, whereas Titanfall was trying something new and different with its, you know, mech combat and, and on-foot combat. And just nailing that balance, I think, is, is really hard when you try something completely new. Sure. Ubisoft also confirmed today that The Division will be playable on the show floor. Mm-hmm. Nice. So this will be the third E3 for The Division. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it'll be the first time we get to play it then. Yeah, first time yeah. it's a real video game. Yep. Every time I've seen it, it's been a tech demo or an engine demo or a quick guided demo. Yeah. This time I'm going to go try to break it. I think I think last year they showed uh, like some like cross-platform play with a with a tablet like somebody was controlling. That seemed really cool. Somebody mm-hmm. was controlling a drone with, yeah, with a tablet. Sure. Everyone like always groans when you say stuff like that. No, but it this was one was of awesome. the few times that it actually was yeah, it's pretty like that, interesting. Yeah, it actually looks neat. Yubi is really good about that. Watch Dogs multiplayer with the tablet was great. Yep. We, uh, the the tablet map on Assassin's Creed 4 was actually really useful and interesting too. That's cool. Annoying that the game, like, uh, or you said 4? Yeah. I, I was thinking, it was annoying in Unity how they kept pushing you to like, oh, yeah. the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Open this Go to the chest. App I mean, Store now. That, that's the big Ubisoft thing, right? Yeah. Like, the division, so that, that so is. They, a, they've, they've dropped it for the new Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah. There is no app, right? But there is still that push. I mean, the division is one of those games that we're really just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Seems very promising. Maybe its online functions are really cool and feel essential. Maybe they're yeah. not. So. Yeah, I think that coming out, uh, you know, how being revealed at, it is, that yeah, matters too. That being revealed at the same time as, as Fallout Four is going to be interesting because they're both kind of post post apocalyptic, different takes on it. Like one's 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 post nuclear, one's post like plague. Yeah, and it but, seems like I think Fallout will probably have a, a better sense of humor than the division. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I think they just build one's a multiplayer, one's single player, yeah. but. Like yeah. they, but they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're very different. Yeah. They, they are very different, but but I think like thematically they're they're going sure. to be kind of overlapping. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Syndicate is also coming out or October 23rd. That will definitely be at E3 as well. Yeah, is anyone excited about that, or is that... I mean, I, I always am. Whenever they reveal it, I'm always yeah. very interested in what they're doing. I like the look of Assassin's Creed games. I like the new systems they implement, but I never play them anymore. Yeah, I, I get kind of sucked in. I'm like, whoosh. I didn't like last year's Assassin's yeah. Creed, but this, but this new is Assassin's the Creed. I mean, yeah. It, it, te- it seems to go every other year for me, so mm-hmm. by that judgment, I, this one I should... Like yeah, it's like Star Trek movies <laughs> <laughs> or Splinter Cells. Ooh. Interesting. All the odd ones are really. Well, I like the last two. Yeah, Blacklist was awesome. Yeah. Uh, ooh, what about uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided? Another series that started on PC. We, we haven't seen anything about it yet, so I'm excited yeah. to, to see what they're what they're doing with it. If they're if they're going in any kind of new new direction. That trailer was very hot. Right. Yeah. Hot. You just cool. Yeah. Okay. Hot. Cool. Okay. <laughs> hot. Cool. The cool kind of hot. 
I'm not a tapped into the kids. You're, you got a kid. You, you know what all the kids you are saying these baby days. Lingo. Yeah. yeah, I got a kid. I'm the one that shouldn't know what's going on. Uh, it doesn't bother you that the PC version is being outsourced to Nick says. I mean, it's it's a it's a port job, so. I mean, I mean fundamentally, the design yeah. is theirs. Yeah, well, they're the, making the right. game. They're just making it run on a PC. I right. mean, the, the years of PC ports, I mean, I guess there are some exceptions, like the PC port of Dark Souls being hot garbage, but generally speaking, it's not very often that you get some weird, janky PC port that looks weird, plays weird, they uh, have has been, controller prompts on the screen. Sure. And, they know. have been doing a, a largely better job of that in the recent years, yes. Yeah. The fact that they talked about it so early as well, they announced the game, they said, we're doing this we have this partnership with this developer who's doing the PC version. Shows that they are committed to it. They, they're not just outsourcing it to some random developer. They, they're openly like, hey, we have a PC version. It's being worked on here. Like These people are doing a PC game. Did they know? So I played Human Revolution on mm-hmm. PC and had no, like, it worked completely great. Was yeah. it the same, same I, setup there? Or I'm not I'm sure. Not, no, I don't recall. I, I think there was, I mean, there was definitely a second developer involved who was working on boss fights and they may have also <laughs> been doing PC <laughs> work. Don't mention uh, the boss fights. Yeah. But it's 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 hard to say. I mean, I'm, man, I didn't think the boss fights were that bad in that game. I mean, they were the worst part of that game, but I thought they were fine. <laughs> they were like, they were a thematic mismatch in that. Uh, sure, you can stealth through the whole game, but then it's like ah, yeah, yeah. you have to kill them. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, the Square Enix conference is 10 a.m. Pacific Tuesday yes. morning, so we'll certainly be finding out more about Deus Ex mm-hmm. then. Uh, but Star Wars Battlefront will also be probably the highlight, I think, of EA's press conference, which is on Monday. Yeah, I'm super excited for this. I mean, I, I saw this at Star Wars Celebration. They showed a demo. It's like five, six, seven minutes long of... Mm. It was guided. You know, like, we remember the first Titanfall demo we saw. It wasn't scripted, but it was very much choreographed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that cool stuff was happening every second. But it was honest. It was the kind of stuff that could happen. And you did have that experience when you played it. Mm-hmm. This is very similar in that crazy stuff was happening all the time. Big, big surprise moments. Big, awesome scenery. Big set pieces. I hope that when we play it, it is like that. And E3 will be where we learn whether or not that is the case. This is supposed to be the big gameplay reveal. Yeah, uh, 40-player multiplayer. There's also the co-op mode. I'm sure we'll get to see that in some capacity. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that ES booth, they just have 40. Sure, they always do for Battlefield, right? They have like 64 PCs. They get them Mm -hmm. all in 64 at a time. I'm sure we'll see something similar for Star Wars. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll be very interesting to see that game like actually running. Yeah. And that's what I'm sure they'll be. On PC. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be showing that on PC. EA projects 10 million copies they can sell of Battlefront. I and mean, based on the Star Wars name alone coming out around the same time as the new movie, yeah. I think they'll do well. It's an ambitious number. It is, but... You know, There's I mean, also a big backlash happening with that game. So I'm sure those people will buy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Remember I, when the people were going to boycott Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, <laughs> that I was just going to bring well. that up. That's uh, my favorite I mean, example. I, Why were they so upset good. about Modern Warfare 2? Because that's like the best one. It didn't have dedicated servers on PC, or wasn't going yeah. to. Or the, it that never was, did, yeah. That was the initial controversy was. And so there was a giant Steam group uh, where it was Boycott Modern Warfare 2, and then you can see what games people are playing in any Steam group. And when Modern Warfare 2 came out, everyone in that group were all in-game in Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. And it's yeah. like, well, good job. I, I mean, like, <laughs> they're, 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 that does you know, speak to what we were talking about earlier, where, where there's a concern about a lack of content. Uh, sure. Like they don't have a bunch of stuff that people expe- have expected from sure. you know based on the last couple of Battlefront games that are, you know ten years old now, but uh, they don't have space battles. They don't have um, they don't have a bunch of planets. They don't have uh, Clone Wars content. No campaign. No campaign. Yeah. Quality so, over quantity, people. Right. So I mean, I, I, it remains to be seen whether sure. whether that will actually be the yeah. case. Yeah, and if, if quality's not there, then they're in trouble. Right. So, it's also a case where in the PC version specifically, we'll just have to see what they do with that version. Like, yeah, and with with 
you know, Dice has always been pretty good on PC. Right. Like that—that that is, they're an old PC developer. They've they've done some pretty cool. Like Battlefield has always looked its best by yep. far on PC. Mm-hmm. So I, I have no doubt that it's going to look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just hope that they populate it with enough content to give it the momentum it needs to not just be a kind of flash in the pan, cash in like oh Star Wars is out, let's have a Star Wars game. I do not get that impression, and that excites me. Well, yeah, I'm hopeful. Uh, EA also has Mirror's Edge 2. Which hopefully which, we'll be getting yeah. a nicer look at than uh, just like a teaser trailer. Yeah. Two years ago. <laughs> yeah, this, will be, years this ago? will be the 33 oh, that this thing is present at. Yeah. Well, First like, time we get to play it. Yeah. Man, I'm getting tired of that. Can we not have the same games at E3 every year? <laughs> yeah. Like, announce a game, let us play it, and then launch that thing. Yeah. Like, get it out in the world. Yeah. Well, ho- yeah. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully yeah. Fallout. Or XCOM. Yeah, the, the XCOM definitely. Like, XCOM announced, you know, this week, yeah. coming out in November. Like, five or six months, great. Uh, this whole three years thing is a bit much. I hope I hope E3 gets on that bandwagon, or EA, sorry. <laughs> uh, and I hope Bethesda is on it because sure. they've been working on Fallout presumably for like five years. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Skyrim's uh, been out a long time. Yep. <laughs> and what about Call of Duty? Uh, Advanced Warfare Three. Nope. Activision not. Uh, Black Ops Three. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Black Ops Three. There's only been one Advanced. You would have skipped Advanced War Two or yeah. Warfare. God, I can't even say the names. They're all so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Activision does not have a booth at E3. Is that right? They still. They rarely do. Yeah. They normally have like a theater in the back where it's like, come watch this Destiny demo and the Call of Duty demo, and oh, that's it. Oh yeah, they'll definitely want to be showing off Destiny. Surely they'll be there, uh, showing off Black Ops Three. What about Metal Gear Solid Five? I mean, that, that looks cool. Looks really it's, cool. Co- it's coming out, I think, two weeks later on PC than, than it is on... Yeah, but uh, it's coming out in September. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that but should be pretty much finished, should be ready to go. It better just be. in time for the Konami Kojima Fallout to come out in full effect. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to... So I'm not a big Metal Gear guy. Um, I played Metal Gear Solid, thought it was good, didn't play any of the rest of them. I want to play five, and I am just going to Fulton everything. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the way do. that I play the game. Hello, livestock. You're mine now. Yep. So, if people don't know, a Fulton is a device that you can shoot at something, and then it carries it up into the air, and then it carries it back to your base. And you can, anything that's not nailed down, you can Fulton, including other people and animals and tanks and. I want to know if you could like drive a tank over a tree and Fulton a tree back yeah. to your base. So that's why I'm gonna go wherever you start in that game. I'm gonna make concentric circles <laughs> outward, just Fultoning every <laughs> single item that I can Is, back to my base. There's not a limited quantity of Fultons. I don't know. We yeah, will. I will be out. the first person <laughs> to find out. If if there is, that will be one of the first mods. I'm yeah, sure. I don't care about the story. I don't care about anything. Just yep. Fultoning everything. That's funny you mentioned that too. Like I'm a huge Metal Gear fan. This is the first time. And I like Ground Zeroes a whole lot for the same reason you're talking about with the Fulton stuff, right? Like variety yeah. of gameplay options and things like that. But I have no idea what Ground Zeroes was about. And this yeah. is the first Metal Gear story that I'm like, yeah. what? What is going on? Who are these people? What's going on? I don't understand. So there's, there's two parts of it. It's one, I like just, uh, it, it tweaks my imagination that anything that's not bolted down can become mine. Yeah. That's the same way that like I want to steal everything in Skyrim and just dump it in my house. But it's also the fact that you don't know what it does in your base. It's like that Suikoden. What's that going up to? Yeah. Oh, I know what he's doing. It's like that in base building feeling where like I recruit some dude and I don't know what he's going to do. Back my, if I get a sheep, do I have a sheep farm? I don't know. I don't know. Let's all find out let's together, find out. Damon. In Justin's Metal Gear Solid Five Let's Play series, let's Fulton. That's it. I just I turned it into Farmville. I just run a farm <laughs> as snake. All the livestock. But terrorism, I don't care. Yeah. Nope. I got I was, a cow. I got I got multiple cows. I got all the cows. Got every cow in that game. 
Uh, now, Dead Island 2 was recently delayed until next year. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's yeah. going to be there? Deep Silver going to be showing off Dead Island 2? I hope so. I would hope so. It seems very promising, right? Like, it's from the same guys who did Spec Ops. That, that game was super interesting. Spec Ops The Line? Yes. Yeah. I, like the, I like the theme that they've been showing off with that game. Since its very first trailer, the very sort of upbeat, sunny California, yep. but the guy's bit and he's running, and it's like, that's weird. And it's, that, it was just that cool. trailer was last year, right? I think that was last year. I could, they all blur together. During the Microsoft conference. Yeah. That was a really cool trailer, um, which the Dead Island trailers are always excellent. Um, I'm happy that the game itself has been a little bit shaky and so-so when we've seen it in the past. Good so. thing they delayed it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like Anytime a game's like kind of like, mm, I don't know, and then they delay it, I'm like, good on you for yep. doing the right thing. Yeah, I have, I have to wonder like how much of that what was affected by they saw Dying Light come out and it's like, oh, there's some ideas, and maybe they did stuff that was too close to what we were doing, and maybe we have to adjust that. Yeah, I mean, there's probably, I mean, a lot of, a lot of observation of what Dying Light did, and you know how they think they can do it better. I will say that I found the first Dead Island to be incredibly overrated. I um, completely agree. I thought it was very clunky and weird. It was it. a very different game than I expected. Yeah. I found it to be too buggy to play. I agree. You got stuck? You famously got stuck inside a room. Famously. Well, famous to me. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. talks about it all the time at parties. <laughs> but, but again, that's a, that's a different developer. So uh, that's, yeah. that's a developer yeah. that did Dying Light, which was not too buggy. No. Uh, people really, people actually, really liked Dying Light. I didn't like Dying Light either. But I think our audience liked yeah, Dying Light. It was a, a very popular game. Very popular early year game. I want, I want a zombie game. I guess not Dead Island. What's the Capcom one? Dead uh, Rising. Rising. Dead Rising. I want... Like, that's very polished. That's got a very great polish feel to it, and Dead Island always has that level of, like, jank to it, mm. and Dying Light, in my opinion, that I hope they smooth out for the sequel. Now, Battleborn. Is Gearbox's sort of MOBA? Is that what this is? Yeah. Well, sort of. No. No. It's, it's Gearbox's Don't Call It a MOBA. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. It's got a MOBA <laughs> mode. Don't call it a MOBA. They have a, they have a communication problem with that game. They I actually think, it. I haven't played it. I think the game looks awesome. I think the way that they're presenting it to the world is kind of strange, and I don't understand. They oh, presented you mean when it, they announced it and then went dark for a year? Well, but they <laughs> announced it as this like, like 5v5 game, yeah. but it turns out that's just one mode. Like It's this whole game where like it's... It has a, a cooperative campaign, right? Yeah. Sure. A five-player cooperative But I think that, that campaign draws a lot on like the, the MOBA-esque design, right? Like you have you're you're essentially running down a corridor like a lane and fighting neutral creeps and fighting other heroes and but completing an objective. Is it first person or third person? First person. First person shooter. Um, it's a first person class based shooter like yeah. Overwatch, like these other games and like it's got a competitive mode, a cooperative mode. Like I, I don't know. I thought it, everything I see looks really cool. Sounds great. Every, I'm very excited for it. Everyone's a little kind of so-so on it um, but I'm not entirely sure why. They just need to show what it show actually the game. Is. Yeah, great. They probably need to hit the reset button on that one a little bit. Yeah. There should be a big conference where they can. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jonathan Blow's The Witness? Oh my goodness that, gracious! That's another one that's been at the last three. Am I excited three, for The Witness? Though? I mean, yeah, like it sounds awesome. I would still, love. You're, to still, actually... you're still excited. You've maintained the excitement. Yeah, I mean, what I think this it... is the year where he shows up on Sony's stage and it's like, all right, it's out. <laughs> Man, like I just think so. There's been some blowback against Braid and Jonathan blowback. some Jonathan blowback <laughs> against Braid in the years since that game came Which out. Which is nonsense. But if What's you the blowback? What's the blowback? I, I don't know. know. Like just the the uh, typical internet the, thing where it's like, oh, that thing was cool before. I didn't like it. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. And Jonathan gotcha. Blow is seen as being very pretentious, um, for better or worse. But I don't think he's, he's pretentious. A smart guy. If, yeah, if he's very smart and is correct and knows what he's talking about. Like, Braid was so good. We just had David Hellman in the office to do a Let's Play. He did the art for Braid. Yeah. And I watched that. He and Marty just sat down and talked about the art and the, like, the emotion of that game. 
and I'm watching this video and I'm like, I do not remember this game being this pretty, having this great in music, having this great of writing. Like puzzles being just, so good. God, it's so good. Well, we also like Still. Braid uh, kicked off sort of a puzzle platformers with a twist. Every game is a puzzle <laughs> yeah. platformer with a twist, and so it feels yeah. that time manipulation and some of those mechanics feel a little bit tired now. But they weren't when that game came out. Like it's the one that started it. That's why it feels a little bit more cliched now. So. The Witness, basically what he did is this guy that is probably a genius, um, took all the millions of dollars that he made with Braid and just poured it into a new game and mm -hmm. started his own studio. How is that not going to be incredible? Like, there's, the, the, It's absolutely on my short list. I know, but very smart people have, have blown it. <laughs> like, it's happened. So I'm, 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 just, I'm just saying, it, it, it uh, blown it. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. No, <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm not like counting that chicken before it hatches. I, don't, I also think it just looks really intriguing. I yeah. think it's going to have the same sort of moment-to-moment -moment puzzle solving that Braid had with a really strong like story of the island. I get missed vibes from like trying to solve the mystery on this island. Also, every misty. time that dude tweets about that game, I'm like, you have too many puzzles in your game. That is too many, yeah. sir. Please. How am I going to solve 400 puzzles? No puzzles, puzzles, blocks, please. No puzzles, just walking. Uh, <laughs> what has I gone home? Yeah. But what what's an about, island? What about Firewatch? Speaking love, of gone home. Love that game. <laughs> yeah. uh, we did that for IGN first a few months yeah. back, right? Yeah. Uh, Firewatch is a really interesting game from like the ex-Walking Dead guys over Campo Santo. Really smart way of communicating with the other character. The other character in that mm -hmm. game. It's basically... But by radio, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just bust open this radio, and you're like, hey, what's up? And you just have a conversation with her at any time. Yeah, and their dialogue system is really cool. Just kind of observe and interact with everything in the environment via this other person. It's almost hard to explain and hard for them to demo, but you pick conversation options. Like, there's a dialogue tree, but sort of the twist or what's different about it is the conversation that you have changes later conversations that you have. The game takes place over a few months, and so, like, the day will end, then you'll come back, you know, two weeks later. And so the two of you can become friends, or you can become enemies, or you can become, um, you know, it's very open-ended in those choices that you make. It's not just you know, pick some random choice. Like, you develop a relationship with this person that has these very different branching paths and changes different aspects of the game. Um, what, what I'm hoping they show at E3 is just, like, a little bit more of the actual gameplay. Like, the the the, the dialogue is what's going on yeah. behind it, but I haven't seen any any kind of actual, like, here's what you have to do. What, what I mean, it is gone home-ish. It's exploring it your environment and, uh, you know, light puzzle solving and, you know, figuring out how to get from point A to point B. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. sure it's going to be like... It's just a matter of, like, th what are those objectives? Like, uh, even in Gone Home, it's like, okay, the idea is find out what happened to your Sure, family. I mean, there sure. is this big mystery, though, right? Like, there how many, is something how many going ghosts on. Are there? I want to know, know what the mystery is. And yeah, I'm and, sure you'll see that. As, I mean, the demo that we saw, the stuff that we have on iTunes first right now, like, that was a very early part of the game, like, first yeah. 15 minutes-ish of the first day. And as time goes on, this dude's objectives are going to change. He's going to be exploring more. He's going to have additional tools to navigate the island, uh, the forest better. And we like, uh, I, I like, I love that you play as a fat guy. Yeah. Yep. It's in first person, so it doesn't come up super often, but he has a hard time jumping over little jumps. Yep. He's got kind of fat fingers. He's got kind of fat fingers. And, I, and then we got to thinking, what are the games? You, uh, Mario's a cheating. Mario's cheating. What are the games you play as a fat guy? It's not very many. Oh, man. Uh, Street Fighter. Yeah. No, I was gonna say Fat Princess, but you don't actually play as her. Mm. That's true. You just rescue her. Street uh, Fighter, you play as you Honda. Y'all remember State of Emergency? There was a fat guy in that. Yeah. I also really like that uh, Firewatch is in 1989. That's really cool. They're nailing that whole vibe. Mm. Ollie Moss's art, incredible. Oh, goodness gracious. Good lord. Uh, Just Cause 3 will be there. I'm super excited for Just Cause 3, and uh, Just Cause 2 is actually big in the PC community because they mo they modded it for multiplayer. There's a there's a mod called the well there, there's also oh, before yeah, that there was yeah. a mod called the Bolo mod, 
where you, you get as many uh, tethers as you want. Grapple everything. And they're, they're unbreakable. So yeah. you can uh, tie a plane to a bunch of cars and just, mm. it, just it goes nuts. There's the famous gif of exactly the plane that's spinning around, around that tree. on the grapple. Yeah, yeah it's yep. so good. Oh, it's, it's, it, it's physics playground madness. Did yeah, that I game love it. get delayed yet? Uh, it has no, not. I, I think it's just don't know where that game fits this year, especially since Avalanche is also launching Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. Well, I feel like Just Cause does not come out this year. I hope it does. <laughs> but I do think both that and Mad Max look good. There, yeah. there are so many games coming out this year, especially if, especially if Fallout comes out this year. We say that every year. There are so many games. Like, too many games yeah. every year. Like they're, they're, We could have used more, like, maybe around now-ish. I guess we've yeah. already got The Witcher and Batman coming. But Last year was all right. Last year was Witcher. the first year where I was like, I don't know what my game of the year is. Yeah. Just a few more games to note. Homefront The Revolution was also recently delayed until next year. Yep. That is a game that we haven't seen uh, maybe ever. I know that there was a well, it was like a now. I looked up Ryan Ryan saw a vertical slice of it, okay. but he was told at the time, and this was this was probably two years ago at E3. God, he, yeah. was, he was told at the time, it's like, oh yeah, this this won't be in the game. This is just this is just kind of well, our And then it switched developers and right. publishers and they started over. Well, I guess, I guess uh, the, the core development team is the same because they they were brought over in into Deep Silver. I think, I'm sure I think some of them are, are, but that seems like some marketing speak. Yeah. I, I had a chuckle when I was looking up, I'm like, I don't know that much about this game. Before I hop onto GameScoop, I want to look it up. And on IGN, the two stories back-to-back where uh, Deep Silver acquires Homefront the Revolution. Homefront the Revolution delayed. Like, yeah. And those stories were like eight months apart. <laughs> I'm like, well, wow. all right. Uh, we'll see. It, I, but that game, like, it's got to be... It's basically a completely unknown quantity. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the, the developers of the last one folded up you know, when, yeah. when, before THQ went bust. Well, Homefront uh, was a bad game. I did it's not an interesting it premise for a totally. game, but like yeah. that name does nothing for them. Yeah. No. But it sold really well. Did it? That game sold like 3 million copies. Really? It was huge. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, they, they that's marketed why, that's the why they're, yes, exactly. They, they, they're marketing on the game. Was, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it basically is. Um, so I mean, it's it's it runs the risk of being a very generic shooter if they don't do something interesting with it. Mm. I really want to see what they're going to do with it to make it not be just like, here's an enemy force, kill them. I hope it's similar to Wolfenstein in that you know we, th- we expect it to be what we expect it to be, but it is something more emotionally interesting. It has yeah. qualities that we didn't see coming that are really valuable for like the genre and not just like, oh, this is a good shooter. It's got a title screen. It's like two hours into the game. Oh, <laughs> no problem. There is a drift... The That's FPX game uh, from Adam Orth and yeah. uh, 505 Games is publishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like the space-based one yeah. where it's, it's some zero-grab stuff. I actually don't know that much about it. Looks great. Yeah, I mean, you're just a stranded astronaut trying to survive, which well, is sort fascinating. Of first-person exploration sort of... I, man, I hate to keep comparing it to Gone Home, but it's sure. similar in the sense that it's mostly... There's not a lot of like combat or action. Yeah, right? it's mostly peaceful. You're mostly traveling through this interactive environment and you know piecing together the story. But it's in space, so it's E.T. Gone Home. Yeah, well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, Damon, I Damon appreciates I me. Do, not. I appreciate I don't, I don't, you, do you appreciate me? Yeah. Uh, and finally, Oculus will be there showing off Oculus. the latest batch of Oculus games, which is supposed to launch next year. Yeah, and they should have... I guess they coming up really soon. They've got their own event uh, where they're going to show off the new uh, consumer version of the... Of the, the final the, hardware. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. So, and, and they um, could potentially announce... Uh, the input device that they are rumored to be working on. Um, so I thought they confirmed they, they were going to be showing that off. Did they? Or was that only well, a rumor? Be, I mean, uh, it's got to be coming soon, obviously. Well, the um, rumor started here, folks. Um, that, you know, that they, there's a, uh, you need a controller to really interact with uh, VR in a good way. Oculus on. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're going to announce they're working with the Kinect. Great. Uh, no, um, no, no. I like to remind people that Oculus is owned by Facebook. 
Mm-hmm. Apropos of nothing, I just—it's like one of those things that's like, oh yeah, that yeah. happened. <laughs> that's my favorite new thing in this season of Silicon Valley is in the intro title thing. Yeah, added. Oculus is right next to Facebook, and then the Facebook banner like moves over to the Oculus building and takes yeah. it over. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah. that show is really great. Yes, it is. Everyone should be watching. Yes, you should. Silicon Valley. Uh, there you have it. That's twenty some PC games to look forward to at E3 this year. You can have there are a bunch more too. That, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's just twenty. You know what you won't see at E3? A bunch of mobas. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Actually, I really want to see the Pillars of Eternity expansion. Is confirmed to be at E3. So obviously, only appeals to people that played Pillars, but a lot of us did. Mm. Um, going to be a really big, meaty PC meaty. RPG expansion, meaty. which you just—they kind of went away, and I'm glad to see them come back. We also didn't really go over. The idea that Xbox One games will be, you know, cross-play, cross-compatible, cross-something. Not no, the, the Windows Ten. You have to you have to stream from your Xbox to your. PC. I still maintain it's, that, like in 2016, worthless. I would bet a considerable amount of my limbs that what an Xbox what? One game comes out. There aren't that many. Yeah, you know, one is plenty. <laughs> One's plenty. One is considerable. I still think 2016 will be the year when Xbox One games and PC games are one of the same, just like PS4 and PS3. Not exactly. I mean, they've got they've got Fable Legends, which is going to be cross-platform. Like you can you can play. But I'm saying like Quantum play. Break will launch, and you can buy it on PC or Xbox, and it will be tied to your Xbox account, and you will be able to play it on either, and that will become a common thing. That's a neat idea. It's, it's I possible. hope that's something they talk about at E3. It's possible, but it's still. If they two, really still committed to Windows gaming game. like they say they are. Well, we'll find out in two weeks. You can watch all of E3 live at IGN. Our coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Pacific on Sunday the 14th mm-hmm. with the Bethesda Conference. And then we're going live pretty much all week long until we are dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before we go this week, let's check in with listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. What's up? Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Matt did. And Matt says, hey, Damon. This question is specifically for you. Hey, Matt. You oh, run cool. the 20 questions segment. I feel like the panel who's asking you questions already have an idea of what game you are thinking of, especially last week with Kodor. I think Justin said it best a couple episodes ago, it's always a Damon game. I think it would be awesome if the listeners wrote in with a game of their choosing. If you decide to do this, I would love for you to pick X game as the first game. So, the X games. 20 questions to figure out what game, our friend Matt? All right. So I haven't been on a game scoop in a little while. Are the three of us working together now? Is that how we're doing this? Yes. Was that not the, the case before? Well, before we were, I would pick three different games, and then you would each have to, and it was a oh, little wow. time-consuming. All right. <laughs> do we just yeah. want to go? Do we want to go down the line? Let's just. Right. You do what your heart tells you. You got a question? You just go. Yeah. Did this game originally come out before 2000? Before the year 2000. No. Strong start. What is it? A platform exclusive. Yes. Platform. Narrow down the platform. Yeah, n- n- right? Nintendo, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it a PlayStation game? Yes. Boom! All right. Okay, I'll after play. 2000, is it a PlayStation 3 game? No. Mm. Oh, is it a PlayStation, PlayStation 4, 4 game? Yeah. No, it could be PS2, right? What year did it the could PS2 be come after out? 2000? It could be. Yeah, oh, yeah, so. yeah. yeah, yeah all right, or all right. Vita or. Yeah, okay, that's bad. Is it a PlayStation 4 game? No. All right, so let's just say it's a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, let's spend, let's burn. I want to get spend this. It. Yeah, it just do it. Is this a PlayStation 2 game? Yes. Didn't need to. Bah, bah, there bah, are no bah. PlayStations left. All right, all right, all right, all right. So a PS2 game that's a platform exclusive that came out after 2000. Right. Is this a Japanese developed game? No. Ooh. Uh, okay, can we, do, do we want to do the genre? Or? Right. Like, I remember playing a lot of RPGs. Yeah. But it's not Japanese. 
Yeah, right. that's true. Is this, so we're down to like Ratchet and Clanks. We got the, we have the Naughty Dogs. We got the Insomniacs. Is it is this a Naughty Dog game? No. Triple checking. <laughs> no. Is it is this an Insomniac game? No. Shit. That brings you up to nine. Interesting. Gosh. Okay. Western developed PS2 game. But that doesn't mean American. And it also doesn't mean. Okay, I'm gonna ask one more question. Then you guys, is this a is this a first party game? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> platform exclusive. You had three answers. No, no, because it could be a third marks. party platform exclusive. Absolutely. Well, could. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm or it could be like a weird right second party thing, okay. like yeah. a Ratchet and Clank. Yes. First, first party, party game. That's that's your tenth question. Great. Yes. And not Japanese developed. No. Sony Santa Monica. Is this a God of War game? No. Bull. Uh, I worry we're not thinking in Europe. I didn't know in a PS2. Ask a, ask a, okay, so is this is the primary way that you interact with this game? Is it shooting? Yes. Is it shooting shooting stuff? Is the primary? What was that? What was that shooter? What was that shooter? Black? Black site? No, just black. Oh, black. Is it black? No. That wasn't wasn't the first party. A first party shooter. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No. It was was developed by Criterion. No, it was developed by Criterion. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. First That's party shooter. Does Sony have? Sh- are we dumb? Killzone. Kill is it Killzone two? No, no. That was PlayStation three game. Is it Killzone? No. Killzone. Killzone. But it, does, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be first person. He just said the primary way you interact with the world is shooting. Well, they would use one of those questions asking if it was first person. But it's a fi- so. Oh God, my mind immediately went. <laughs> is to it like, a first person shooter? Resident Evil. No. All right. There, okay. That's. With 16. Third, per, third person shooter. Third person shooter. First party. PlayStation 2 platform exclusive. Yeah. Do we, and it's not, but it's not Ratchet and Clank. Because it's Insomniac. not an Insomniac yeah. game. Yeah. What does that leave us with? Who, who makes, what who, are we forgetting? Do you, do you shoot stuff in Sly Cooper? <laughs> there are siphon filter games. Not on the PS2, to, yeah, they, No, they ported the PSP games. There was Logan Shadow and something else. That's a stretch. I hesitate. That's a stretch. That would be a deep, 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 deep how else? Cut. How else can we narrow it down? And then we got three guesses to narrow the game. Is there anything else? Can we do... Can we'd, we'd ask if it's, if it's sci-fi or... or sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, well, yeah. Should we ask if it's sci-fi? Yes. You do Is it, it sci-fi? Do. No. Okay. Okay, so either contemporary or... They didn't do... Uh, they didn't do like a, a... There's no like, oh, like SOCOM... Or That's really good. But it's yes. not a first-person shooter. No, SOCOM is third-person. You, you can actually switch, but it's primarily third-person. Is okay. this a SOCOM game? Yes. PlayStation 2 has I don't know, I don't know SOCOMs which... 1, 2, and 3. We have two guesses. I <laughs> 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 was having such a great time. Look at this fool. I would just... Is it SOCOM? SOCOM 1. Yes. All right. Oh. Nineteen questions. Oh my goodness gracious! I totally forgot about SOCOM. Yeah, which that was, is sad because that's why game. that was this the is thing. cool because I would never pick that game for you yeah. guys. No, <laughs> that's why that's what makes it really hard because yeah. I know I know what Damie likes. There's a game that just came out on Steam called H Hour. Looks exactly like SOCOM. SOCOM U.S. Navy Seals. Yep, we'll name of that game. And I uh, love that. Joyce was released in 2002. Zipper Interactive. Oh, Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, rip. Yeah, rip zip. Went on to do Mag. I do believe they also did uh, Operation Raccoon City. Rip. Wow. <laughs> or was that Slant 6, the other SOCOM developer? That was good. No, no uh, one knows. So that's good. Uh, SOCOM is cursed. IGN still has a perfect 
winning streak. No one has ever right. failed to guess All right. a 20 questions game. It's pretty hard to lose 20 questions, if we're being honest. Altano lost, didn't well, he? So I, I've been thinking about implementing this new rule where if you guess a specific game and you're wrong, then you're out. Mm. Uh, that's so you really have, good. You have to be sure. So if I'm like, oh, is it Jack and Daxter? No, yeah. I'm done. You have to. I like that. So maybe we'll narrow it down. I almost asked if the primary function of this game is multiplayer, but I was like, there's no way. Because yeah. I briefly crossed yeah. my mind, like, the only game that was that was like Final Fantasy XI yeah. and SOCOM. Couldn't yeah. possibly. <laughs> Moving on. And then I just didn't think about SOCOM anymore. Yeah. yeah. Good suggestion, Matt. That was Anyone great. else has any uh, suggestions for what games we can use in 20 questions, email us at gamescoop at IGN.com. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Mitch. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.